Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. God designed us, and through redemption, He refined us and made us acceptable to Him through Christ. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. Have you ever just been doing a Bible study and you kind of stumble upon something? Well, recently I was just doing a word search, and I typed in the word all things because I was comparing something, and I noticed there were 678 references with the term all things in the entire Bible. And of course, that I got a little inquisitive, and I started reading through some of those things, and uh, it just inspired me. And uh, I, I want to share just a thought with you about the vastness of God. I guess we could title this Understanding All Things. In Genesis 1.1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, the vastness of God, God created the beginning. You know, the, the, the term or the title of this podcast is Leadership in Context. Well, we've got to have life in context before you can have leadership in context. And the context of life is that there is a holy, magnificent, awesome God who created the beginning and hung the stars in the sky. And you can read that account in Genesis, the first several chapters, and it never gets old or boring. But as you follow that theme of all the things that he created, I mean, there's just some just some powerful references, I think, that could go uh, very much unnoticed. David, on his deathbed in 2 Samuel 23, verse 5, said this, Truly is not my house so with God, for he has made an everlasting covenant with me and ordered all things and secured for my salvation and all my desire Will he not indeed make it grow? He has ordered all things for my salvation and has secured all things. And then, you know, in Ecclesiastes, uh, in the 11th chapter, in the fifth verse, he says this, Just as you do not know the path of the wind and how bones are formed in the womb of the pregnant woman, so you do not know the activity of God who makes all things. I want you to notice there's a theme of all things being tied to God's creation and to God's redemption, that he is the sum total of all things. And then, of course, this verse you'll be familiar with and, uh, you know, just uh, always thrills me when I read it and I think about it a lot is in first or in Colossians 1, 16, he says, for by him, all things were created, both in heavens and earth, invisible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authority, all things have been created by, through him and for him. And verse 17 says this, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And if you drop down to verse 20, it says, and through him to reconcile all things to himself. And we really see that all things are in subjection to Christ. Now, with that in mind, just to go back to Genesis in the very first chapter, I think 
kind of puts, again, this in context so that we're thinking about all things. It's not ethereal. It's not mystical. It's it's not far out there. It, it's relevant to today. It, it's relative or relevant to how we think, or at least should be. In verse 27 in Genesis 1, it says, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Remember, we just have been emphasizing he created all things. And when you read the Genesis account of creation, which is the true and only account, it puts man at the center of God's focus of that creation. And it says, and God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and roll over the fish. So we see that man is the apex of God's creation. And one of the virtues that he gave to man was that he would do two things, that he would multiply and that he would subdue the earth, that the earth would be accountable to man, that that animals and and wildlife and nature would be submitted to man, that man had a stewardship over them. But that starts with man multiplying himself, that he made all things. Now, I want you to think about this in, in, the, in the present craze of people choosing to identify uh, something different than God made them. It said he made them male and female. It didn't say he made them male, female, and a third or fourth or a fifth variety. He made them male and female. And one of the reasons he made them male and female was so that they could recreate, that they could reproduce. So anytime you have a, a interruption of that, a distortion of that, then what that means is, is that man cannot recreate. So if we were to leave uh, some of these folks who are identifying as non-gender, uh, that would mean that technically they wouldn't be able to reproduce. They would they would literally cease to exist, okay? They would eat the fruit of their labors, which would be death. And I think we have to tie our sexuality back to our creator who made us male and female, and we've got to celebrate those creations and find out their uniqueness and get excited about those things and celebrate them in the church of God. God made all things. God didn't just bless all things. God created them and he put man in the center of that. And then when Christ came and preached the gospel to us, a fulfillment of God's redemptive plan, he gave us all authority in heaven and earth. He gave us dominion. So the gospel message and the creation message are tied together. If you violate the creation message, then you violate the gospel message. If you violate the gospel message, you violate the creation message because God is singular. He is the same. He is no change in him. And we need to understand that, that when he made all things, it really refers to all things. And then, see, that puts us in context. 
man now lives his life in light of the creation around him, even though he's the center of that creation. We're not saying he's a center. God's saying he's a center because Christ came to die for mankind. And we have to link the creation and then we have to link the redemption together. And that's only when all things make sense. See, when you see people look at the world in its fallen state and they're trying to make sense of things, all the things around them, if they don't capstone that, if they don't bookend that with creation and redemption, all things are not going to make sense. Actually, very few things, maybe no things are going to make sense for that matter. But in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. And all things were created by him, and all things were created for him, and all things were created through him. And that is, again, Colossians, the first chapter, and we need to celebrate it. Let's put our life in the context of God's ultimate creation. Let's remember that God designed us, and then through redemption, He, we could say he refined us. Amen. Even in our fallen state that he refined us and he made us acceptable to him through Christ. He took responsibility for sins he didn't commit. Christ became sin, 2 Corinthians 5, 21 for us. He knew no sin, but he became sin. He became the sacrifice so that we could have right standing with God all things. Great Bible study. I'm going to dig into that some more. I've only got 678 verses or 678 references (laughs) to look at, but I think there's a theme there uh, that we need to tap into fresh and recognize and be overcome with the awe and the majesty of creation and be overcome with the awe and the majesty of redemption. And I believe when we begin to do that, then we find the responsible place in our own life of how God wants us to live and how God wants us to act. And we reflect that image because that's what it says. He created man in his image. And then we begin to reflect the image of God. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. I hope this helps you put some things in your life in context today and enables you to lead and be a blessing to the people around you. God bless you. Today, Keith had a discussion on understanding all things. The gospel message and the creation message are tied together. We have to link creation and redemption together. It is only then that all things make sense. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.